welcome in. Thanks for joining us once again on the Red Rock Sports Podcast. Bringing you all things Colorado sports each and every week. Make sure you find us on Twitter at Red Rock Sports One. Connor sitting over here uh, sweating. Hard. Hard. <laughs> Uh, what what is it that Tyler Walgy threw at us? We're we're getting ready to start the show today, and Tyler Walgy comes through here. Uh, you guys all know Tyler; he's been here, been around the show, and he says, "Hey, here's some some. They're like spicy jelly beans." Oh, no, no, this is cr- this is beans. his words. Hey, I got some uh, really spicy jelly beans. If you guys want to try them, yeah. uh, okay, cool. So I pop them in my mouth. I'll, I'm just gonna. They're bean boozled jelly bellies. Bean boozled, and and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read this uh this warning to you here. <laughs> Consume at your own risk. Keep out of reach of children under the age of 13, the elderly, and pets. Do not consume if you're allergic or sensitive to hot and spicy foods. Uh, If you're pregnant, breastfeeding, or have a medical condition with uh, that hot food could cause an adverse reaction. Due to the hot nature of this food, it may trigger asthma symptoms. (laughs) Do not give to persons except without their permission and only after sharing this warning. Well, let me tell you, folks, Tyler Walgy did not share this warning. I with mean, me. he said really spicy. He did indicate both, really spicy. Both he really Nick did. And he, myself, descri- he described the spicy as really. Both Nick and myself heard this. We said, no thanks. Don't want really spicy. <laughs> We're getting ready to Connor talk. Pass. Connor eats one. One bean. I'm we're, lucky I didn't. We're pop talking a little, little jelly bean size here. One, and he was dying. We had to pause. We had to wait we had for to five delay, minutes like, five, to start the show. Seven minutes for the show. So yeah. I thought it would be fun for the audience to get to you know experience this as well because because Nick and I we were loving this. So we were enjoying this. So uh, when there's a couple minutes left in the show. Nick, Nick Topers and I are going to join you, Connor. We're going to experience Maybe. this. I'm trying to talk Nick into Maybe. it. I'm trying. Oh, so we're going to experience it. So, so make sure you hang in for that because it's going to be good. I, I have a feeling it's going to be fun. I keep touching this and now I'm afraid. Like, Is it like a jalapeno where like, I don't, don't want to touch? I don't know, but I would just leave it on your desk. <laughs> touch just leave it there. You know. uh, yeah, we got okay. Nick back this week, though. Okay. Yeah, Nick's I'm back. back. I'm back. You know, holidays are tough. You go. You do your stuff. I'm back. Was this vacation? Was this seeing family? What? Yeah. So my wife's family likes to do a Airbnb out in Phoenix because, you know, it's obviously really hot here this year. But Phoenix, we go. They rent an Airbnb, and I mean this in a positive way. I'm not old by any means, but they make me feel old. My God, 2 a.m. whiskey, ginger games. I was out. I was I was out of commission. I was wasted by 10, 11 every single night and they were up till two. It was crazy. And then to make matters more compelling, they love karaoke and I am not a karaoke. Oh, they were getting down. Nick's I love up. me some karaoke. Nick's, I just smile and nod. Nick's putting the wifey's family on blast here. Smile and nod. That's not a negative. It's a positive. <laughs> okay, but be this in a positive. So here's okay, the thing okay. with, with when you're drinking with, and I, I want to be careful using this word is older folks. Is that, is that, is that too mean? mature? How about we, more how mature? about we say mature? <laughs> okay. okay. With our parents generation, you know, is not only will they drink you under the table until two, oh my God. but then they're up at six in the morning making coffee and just like good to go like nothing happened i'm like what well, they've got all the tricks so like in the morning they'd wake up they would have a huge breakfast we would pop some vitamin b we'd pop like apple cider vinegar and all of a sudden they were chilling by the pool drinking again so i did discover i haven't had gin gin in a long time but they've got this drink apparently from like the 90s it's called a, a, a gin ricky so gin club soda lime and simple syrup and that's it and they get effing blasted off gin ricky's kind of so. like a tom collins oh yeah you could yeah yeah except for lime instead of lemon yeah it was good okay 
Okay. I think one of these episodes we need to do a, a breakdown of, of drinks, okay? Because I, I go to a bar and there's like three drinks that I know what they are and what I'm ordering. <laughs> so I don't like ordering foo-foo drinks, you know? I, I want typically a whiskey drink. So maybe you guys can help me out. Do and, we classify a seltzer as a foo-foo drink? Because I'll, yeah, I'll get that all day. I would say you know, that's a hybrid. Yeah. A hybrid it's a hybrid. It's, it's not a food, a year food, ago, rather a food drink. A year ago, I would have said yes, but man, they've really, really made some waves. I know. The high the noons really are the best. Everyone has theirs. That they yeah, like. they're really good. And yeah. there's a million different ones. That's true. And we're still available uh, for a sponsorship. If yeah. any <laughs> seltzer company out there wants to hit us up, Red Rock Sports 1, we got you. We do talk sports here. That is that is something that we do, but occasionally, uh, occasionally you know. Uh, but I thought you know we we touch a little bit on, uh, on on what you were talking about the holiday. So you obviously went to Phoenix. Yep. Um, you got to spend that. Connor, how was your Christmas? What what did you stay? You stuck local? Yeah, yeah. No, it was good. We uh, you know, just had had some Christmas at the house and had some food and uh, open presents. You know, I got a, a nine year old daughter, so got her a Chromebook. Did she she liked she liked oh she loves was that was that, was was, that Santa's <laughs> wish list was that top of the list uh you know it, it was uh it was from me and her and her mother uh she uh no longer believes in in certain things oh she so, told you yeah okay. you know, wow. and so and uh, you know that, i tell that's her that's a big one i tell her to uh you know you got to believe to get the gifts believe to, like, to nah. receive yeah okay so as a parent though i've always wanted this question doesn't that like make you feel a little bit better about all this money that gets dropped that like at least I'm finally getting some credit for all of this instead of Santa taking all the credit all the time? Does that make you feel any better as a parent? Does, does that not sink in? Uh, you know, I just, I didn't I could care less. <laughs> really? He's like, I'm spending the money either way. I want yeah. all the shine. I know Give that's what I'm saying. Shine, yeah. I just think that, that that's half of the what gets uh-huh. lost in this whole Santa yeah, thing. You know, is it was fun. Parents work hard for that stuff. Yeah, but man. you know what? You also just like seeing that that magical glint oh, God. In, in their eyes. You know what I mean? I don't know. See, I have I don't have worth it. I don't have kids of my own. I have nephews <laughs> and they are terrorists on Christmas Day, man. Oh, I, I mean, hate it's already. just like one thing, then the next you're like, I already have one of these. Why did you give me one of these? And just like, oh my God, the 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 spirit, the joy, it's just not that I would take them to the store I bought it from and return it right in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> what? You didn't talk to Santa? I what? Know. Sorry, dude. I should do to my kids like a joke, like from Dumb and Dumber. This is better than cash, little Johnny. It's an IOU. Crickets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, that's brutal. So is is this uh, your your ideal Christmas? You like going to Nebraska, or are you going to Nebraska? No, like I don't going like Phoenix? going to Nebraska. No, I, I spent time in Nebraska. Now I can't get my head off of it, and that's part of it for me. I hate traveling over the holidays. People do things like that going to Phoenix. I I, I just want to be at my house. I don't even want to go across town if I can avoid. Uh, true. I mean, I Jared, like. The, how is that different from any normal day for you? I know <laughs> it's bad. I'm telling you, dude. This whole COVID situation has been so bad for me because I'm a recluse. I don't go out of my house normally. So when everyone's encouraging me to stay home and do nothing, man, I don't leave here. This is it. I come here. You act like this is like, oh, you know, on the holidays. No, but you're expected to do things on the holidays. (laughs) So like, I I hate that I have to like go see different family and yeah, I'm such a terrible human. Well, if you're out of town, then you can't see anybody. This is true. Hmm. This is true. Just travel during the holidays, apparently. It's expensive. I don't it's like expensive. Do uh, I do like to golf out in Phoenix, so I was shanking the ball all over the place. So I really enjoyed that. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. So on to sports related to Christmas. I guess unrelated to Christmas. No Nuggets no on nuggets. Christmas. 
And I couldn't help but feel a little shafted in that, you know, reigning MVP. They didn't know when oh, the, the schedules were made, that the schedules that. would be, you know, or, or that, the, that the roster would look the way it is right now. So, uh, I gotta th- feel like the Nuggets got shafted on that one. Oh yeah, I think it's the first. I can't remember how many years, but it's the first time in a very long time that the reigning MVP did not get a Christmas game. So yeah, they absolutely did. And Michael Malone has uh, actually said said just as much. You know, I mean, he he kind of said at the beginning that hey, they didn't give the MVP a Christmas game. I you know I don't understand that, but it's all good. Neither here nor there. That's I'm, fine. I'm over it. Yeah. <laughs> do, fine. You, do you guys like watching sports on Christmas? No. Ah uh, yeah. I like watching NBA on Christmas, although I didn't this year. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever it's, watched it's not NBA like, on Christmas. It's not like Thanksgiving where you are just sit, literally sitting. I guess technically you are, but you've got so much food. You're so full. Christmas, I you know, you're kind of out and about. You're doing stuff, hanging out, drinking gin rickies. So. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, unless you're Jared, who just sits on, <laughs> on his couch at home. Yeah, see, but I had to I had to go out and do things. I wasn't able oh, to. Okay, I, I didn't see. I didn't get to just stay at home. But uh, what'd you get, get for what'd you get for Christmas? Uh, you know, some cash. That's just always uh, is good. You know, as an adult, you need money. Um, other than that, you know, some uh, whiskey and whiskey glasses. And uh, God, I feel like an alcoholic every time <laughs> I talk on here. You know, I always I, I ask my family for cash. My I, like I had some family members and people come up to me and say, "Hey, yeah, hey Connor, what do you want for Christmas this year?" And I said, "You know, I really would love cash because I'm trying to you know X Y Z save up for." And they're just like. Oh, lame. No, I'm not getting you that. Takes all the fun out of it. And uh, they're like, oh, you know, so I'm going to get you something else instead. And I I just go, okay, well, don't bother asking me anymore. (laughs) I I actually love the gift of cash and I don't get, I don't understand. We talked about things last week that we just don't get. I do not get why there's this whole stigma against like giving cash as a Christmas present. Give me a gift card. Give me a gift card. It's a lack of effort into it. I'd rather have the cash. (laughs) <laughs> I just like I, a, yeah. Like if I want to buy your your Mongolia game that you got me or whatever, I mean, I'm making this up. I did not get any Mongolia game, but if I wanted to buy that, I would. Okay, buy that. so I'm okay with cash, but like I will say that getting a gift you didn't expect to get that's like a cool gift. I mean, there's yeah. a there's a certain level of excitement and, and fun with that, right? Mm, give me the I, cash. even as an adult, I <laughs> give enjoy me that. the cash. I've already spent it, so I I'll just need it. more cash Plus, to make. Yeah, a- yeah, I just I already spent all my cash buying all the Christmas presents for you people. So now I just want to get yeah. reimbursed. See, I exactly. feel like that's part of my problem is if I get cash, I'm just gonna spend it. I'm not gonna actually use it for whatever it's intended to. I'm just gonna spend the cash. I have a a, a knack for doing that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get that, but yeah, I just you know. Cash is a great gift. I, why can't I ask for cash? It's a utility why, gift. Why do people poo-poo on my uh, parade? I can agree with that. I feel like if you're telling someone to get you cash, that like just makes asks, it so easy. If someone asks and they say cash, why this whole trepidation yeah. of... I understand uh, putting some effort in if you're supposed to put some effort in, yeah. but someone tells you give me cash. Yeah, I mean, like hey, I just clarification for all you men out there i am not recommending that you go get your wife cash for christmas don't do it. that would not be a good don't idea do it also <laughs> <So>. also <laughs> word to the wise for new couples out there okay i've been married only for four years so i'm not like i'm an experienced couple but i have a friend of mine he's been married for two years now he has bought his wife now three different pieces of jewelry in this two years i'm like mm. bro you got to pace yourself You're on that, that stuff. You're setting that standard up. Exactly. Oh. And now each time it's got to get a little nicer, a little more expensive. I'm like, by the time you're at five years, man, what are you doing? You know? So, so 
That's a car. At that level, you're buying a car. And that I, makes me sick. <laughs> that Before car. you know it, you're going to be asking to get upgraded on your you know, diamond I, ring. and so, Man, you're setting yourself I, up for problems. I know we do want to get to sports here. I got one, one quick story for you. We're talking about Christmas gifts. Uh, so the... Uh, mother of my child was was wanting an Apple Watch, right? Now she didn't expect me to like buy her an Apple Watch. Those things can be pretty expensive, you know. But I just know that that's what she wants to buy. So you know, I got her some cash to to help pay for her Apple Watch, and I I explained like in the card, like this is for your Apple Watch. I want you to go out and like use it to whatever you want to buy. It was great, but the way I delivered it was what was great. So me and my my kid, we took apples. We took uh, red apples. I drilled a hole through the center of them, and I strung them together into like a bracelet, right? And then uh, my daughter took, uh, just made out of a little circle of paper, she made a little pouch and drew a clock on it. And we glued that to the, to the apple. And so we had her close her eyes and hold out her hand, and I slipped it on her hand and said, we got you an Apple Watch. See, that's that is clever. Dad, that is dad of dad jokes. <laughs> that is so good. I Connor is the king of dad jokes. And, and then she opened the, the pouch of the clock part on it, and uh, that was where the, the $100 was. So I thought it was pretty funny. You know, it, it was dad joke, five, 500 right there. So. That was good. That's actually a good dad joke, though. Yeah, it's pretty, mm, it's pretty you know. Mm. I tend to be pretty good on the dad jokes. Yeah. They're pretty great. Hit or miss. Uh, thousand percent. Mostly hit. <laughs> All right. We can get to sports. Okay, but sort of. This is almost like the bridge into sports. Let's talk a little fancy football. That's oh, big yeah. this time of year. Let's We're go. coming up on the end of the season. And I have to give credit where credit is no, due. Don't do it. On air. I'm going to give him don't like one minute. But then we got we to gotta bring that back. If the stat of the week is in this, I swear to God, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> so Connor and I are in a fancy football league together. And Connor, my friend. And congratulations to you on a championship won this weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Connor uh, wins his second championship in what? In a, a 10 years of the league? Yeah. Something like eight years, maybe. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, hey, it was it was, it was good. Hard fought battle. Uh, I'm sure some of our listeners out there can can feel the the feeling I'm feeling right now. And I actually uh, beat Jared over here in the semifinals. So that Stopped was Stopped me. It was, yeah, yeah. it was embarrassing. I think I was actually. being a little nice by saying beat. But uh, actually, you want... Uh, the, the one thing I will say about this, then we'll move on from it. I think we outscored, I think, uh, oh, no. in, the, in the semis. And this is not stat of the week, Nick. I will not play Don't it. get there. It's not I will stat not of the week. It. Don't do it. I think we outscored. Get, back, it. get that mute button ready. <laughs> yeah. In the semis and the championship combined, I think we outscored our opponents 320-something oh, to 160. It was, it so. was, I was actually thinking the same thing. I, I, if I cared <laughs> enough, I'd research Wait, wait, wait. It. Final three games was what? 320 to 160? Yeah, so you're like telling that. me your opponent's average like 55 points like 80 something well, no two games last two games two, two games, games two games yeah. yeah yeah he put up like 165 170 points each of the two <laughs> yeah. matchups so. sounds like, like that. sounds like but connor um <laughs> I, I i heard another story of of a situation that happened to you that i think as long as we're going to give you the glory we we might also have to uh i'll keep it light I, i'll keep it light. connor's a little embarrassed let's just say <laughs> let's just say in the other league i am in the league with him he just he's in the championship and he made a boo boo. Yeah, we all. You know uh, what I mean. Nobody's perfect. I uh, I uh, got caught up making a, making some nice Christmas dinner, making a nice five course meal, you know, and I totally forgot to check my phone, check my lineup, and I totally didn't even really realize there's a Saturday night game. I am an idiot and left James Conner in the lineup in my other championship game. Lost it because of that. I lost by five points. So basically, anybody that I would have put in there instead of James Conner would have won me the week. So. 
That was great. And on top of everything, I think we've all forgotten to put somebody in the lineup at not, some point not in our lives. Just not in the championship. Yeah, not, not, not the championship. Not the money game. round. Yeah, not the uh, money round. You know, in my defense, it no, was Christmas Day. There is no defense. I was making a meal. I was nope. out of my element. Nope. I was all the way out in Loveland, Colorado. Nope. Week. <laughs> Week. Yeah. Yeah, there's no excuse. No. It, it was bad. It was all bad. The way out and the worst part is I think you only lost by, like I said, five or six. Yeah. And everybody yeah. in the league is watching. It's a shame. Texting Connor, ripping Connor, calling him a dweeb, a dorkus. Very dork move. Yep, it was good. I'm sure there were a few words beyond dork. Maybe Goober was thrown in there. <laughs> Maybe Goober. Okay, so sounds like both of the like, or leagues you guys are in, I don't know how many leagues you guys are in, but they, they didn't adjust format for an 18-week schedule, right? You guys are still done now. Well, you got we're done. week 16 done, okay? Done. What do you guys think about that? Do you feel like ESPN and everyone needs to adjust and add an extra week in there? It feels weird to me. Well, we, did to one my, to, we did one of my leagues. Okay, so there are some leagues that have adjusted for and, that. Then, and then, uh, so I'm in four, so one of them oh adjusted. Oh my God, Connor. I know. How do you manage four? How do you enjoy fantasy I'm in football? Three. This is how I I'm forget to set a I'm in three, and, and, and the third one is like a couples league that's like the throwaway uh, league, you know, that I just woof. do because I'm asked to. Last year I was in five, and that was a little too much. Yeah, that's crazy. That was oh a little God. crazy. Five leagues? Last so year. you guys oh. both, but they're all playoffs legal. You, you guys, when I mentioned before the show, you guys had never heard of a league that doesn't do the playoffs. Never. So the league that I've been in forever, it's the league my dad is the commissioner of since I, since I was like 12 or 13, I've been in this league. We just go all the way through now 18 weeks and it's all based off of your record at the end of the year. It's just it's like a boom, pay out, you know, one through five or four, whatever they pay out. I don't it's kind of like a rotate. And then league. they also pay out, which I like, and, and we do in, in, in our league as well. We pay out for total points. Um, although in, in the men's league, in the one Connor and I in, we do that weekly payout for who has the high score. But in our league, my dad's league, it's the top three scoring teams get paid out at the end of the year as well. And I love that because how often do we see it where a one flute game and the best team in the league is out in the playoffs, which sure that's fun. It allows kind of everyone a it's chance, really fun. but <laughs> if you're the best team all year long, I mean, I had a season, I went 13 and zero in the regular season, shit the bed in the playoffs in the first round and, and actually I don't it wasn't the championship. I don't even think that year you were top three in points scored, but exactly. <laughs> I think that's where the, the point scored comes in, but you get paid out for being the best team by record. You get paid out by being the best team for points. That's all you can get asked to do in fantasy football, right? So I think it's a different angle, and I love it. I'm surprised you guys have never played or heard of leagues I like never that. even heard of it. Never heard of a no playoff right. league. I it's guess. like rotisserie, like Nick said. It's a rotisserie, which is a common format in NBA uh, fantasy okay. leagues and also MLB for base fantasy baseball. I've, so I've never, never played anything football. except for it football. Al- it, almost seems a little, it almost seems a little less anticlimactic. If it you, is. If you do that, because you kind of know, you're like, all right, I Yeah, because like right now it comes down, there's one team that's two games ahead, so they basically have locked up everything, and they're also like 75 points ahead. I so. do like I do like the idea of like a two-week playoff where if, you, if you're if you 13-0 or whatever the season record is, you get one week of redemption maybe. If it's so the, the one seven game kicker that they do, and I don't even know, I'd have to look at it, is they always did week 17. You played the team, so it was like number one face number two. Three oh, versus wow. four, so like it was a matchup at the end. So that way, at least you kind of it's had a like if that's move the, up. exactly that head-to-head opportunity, you got a chance mm. to do it. But it's just fun, and I like it because then you get eliminated in your playoff leagues. At least you still got one league mm-hmm. guaranteed going all the way to the end. So yeah. it's, it's kind of no, no, Nick was talking about an interesting league before. Yeah, it's a survivor league where you 10, 12 players, whatever, and you have your week one matchups. 
And then what ends up happening is whoever loses, you're automatically out. Oh, tough luck. And then you have to, and then whoever loses that week drops. So I think, I think they do it like once or twice through. So the season's really short. I think it's six weeks and then you start over, but you could split out the pot. And then if you lose your team drops all its players and then everyone has a free agent like waiver dollar amount, like 150, 200 bucks and you bid on the players. Yeah. See, and we've done auction things, you know, with the, the waiver wires, but that's just, you know, instead of doing a waiver order, you have auction. No, no, I have a, I have a league that's pretty interesting. One, one of my four leagues that I was mentioning is, oh, so it's, I, I think you call it technically, it's like a dynasty type league. Okay. So, so the way it works is it's a silent, or I'm sorry, it's an auction draft, which we've all done an auction draft yep, before, yep. right? So it's an auction draft. And, and then at the end of the season, you can keep as many players as you want to keep. But the, the kicker is they go up in value by $5 every year. Uh, so if you got a guy for $1 off of waivers and then he kind of blew up, a uh, good example, my dad is in this league. He had Aaron Rodgers for like eight years because he picked him up when he was a nobody off of waivers for like three bucks. And he had him for just like nine years in this league because he just added $5, $5. And, and before you know it, they actually get expensive to where you don't want to keep them you know what i mean but uh it's it's an interesting take. i like that i've never i mean because you know we uh, our our league is a keeper league but you're only keeping two players and you have to stay under your your salary it's fake it, yeah but i like that with money, the salary fake salary yeah you know that's kind of cool that's a different idea too have you guys and i, I wish i would have looked up before the show what it's called but it's it's a league where you do so it's 12 teams but only 11 teams draft and then the the other guy goes and basically gets free agents picks a whole team of free agents and then if he beats you so if say i'm the guy who picked all the free agents i play you and i beat you then i get to pick one player off your team and each week you uh, pick you he can take a player every time he wins how do you he can, decide who that person is he gets to decide whatever I mean, player how do you decide who oh I don't, I don't i'm sure you'd have to draw some i've never <laughs> done a league like that before. i had a, i had a friend try to get me into that but again i'm the same thing i'm in three leagues like i can't take on a fourth league it is too much responsibility uh, you know for what one can man. or won't i won't okay i, I refuse <laughs> to go. i actually don't even like being in three because you always end up in that scenario where a guy on one team you have and then you're playing against him in another league so like you never really have anyone to root for i mean that's the whole point of fantasy football right is to be able to watch the games and have a, a, a dog in the fight, well when you, you have know? five freaking leagues i guess you can just root for the whole game right and are you ever not cheering connor <laughs> Four leagues. Four leagues. Four leagues. Whatever. Correction. Do you guys still do daily like the draft? I, I do a little DraftKings, yeah. Because I feel like that died hard. Like it was a big thing for a couple years. Oh, they're and making then money. sports betting became <laughs> legal everywhere, and everyone's like, eh, yeah, DraftKings wasn't that fun. Uh, well, DraftKings takes my money via sports betting instead yeah, of me too daily leagues. I, I do both. I, I think I like it just got so. I, I think it just got so stat and algorithm driven. It, you know, you if you do the big. The big pot leagues, I feel like you've got to get really lucky to win 10 bucks. So, did you guys, anybody win anything big? I won, like, I think like 150 bucks once, but nothing crazy. On I think, DraftKings? Like the actual. The, day, the DFS, yeah, the, yeah. Daily Fantasy. Yeah, I, I mean, I've, uh, I've won a few hundred bucks from like finishing top five in a tournament, you know? Never a thousand or any, any, nothing like big. Where I, I was, know some people who have, though. Yeah, Your my, brother. My brother actually. Kyle won. And he didn't. How get much did Kyle win, if we're allowed to say? <laughs> 
I, I don't even think he ended up with hardly any cash. It's all in the, like the value of it. It's like 20 grand that he won for winning the tournament. But that gets you like an entry into a bigger tournament, which is worth so much. And the trip to it was supposed to be Vegas and then Vegas shut all that shit down. So it ended up like San Diego or something like that. So it's like all of that gets included in your value of what you win. So but I mean, he ended up walking away with like five grand cash, That's awesome, I think. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. And, and it's one of those. Yeah, it was it was thousands of people in it and he took freaking first man that's awesome and that's so kyle for anyone out there listening that knows kyle man he, now did kyle just like whip open his phone and just like do it himself or yep, did he just, like use nope. like some sort of Pick, tool picked or? a roster he had put he picked a <laughs> bunch of chiefs guys and then they were playing like the the sunday night game or whatever and they just went off in that game and like i think like travis kelsey had like 150 yards and two touchdowns or something like that and it just i mean it took him from being like 100 place whatever up just boom like skyrocketed on the sunday night and yeah it was all of a sudden he hits me up sunday night he's like dude i I don't even know if i want to say this but i i I think i won (laughs) (laughs) that's worse when you say and then you yeah so yeah interesting but again if you know my brother that's him and i'm the exact opposite that like everything in my life is difficult and i have to work so hard for the smallest thing and then i just throw my money away to to DraftKings and every other i'm done betting nfl for a while i think i can't they get good they they get dialed in like four weeks of the season is perfect that chicago the chicago game the bear seahawks game absolutely just it crushed me. I was sad. Yeah. I was sad. It was crushed me. Yeah. I my my biggest fault when it comes to sports betting is I double down on my bets, you know? Like I'll take a a, a heavy favorite that goes down like seven nothing or fourteen nothing, you bet on him, you're like, Oh yeah, yeah, I got him on a great line. Then they go down like twenty one nothing, you're like, oh, 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 now I really got him. I know. <laughs> Yeah, I can't help myself sometimes. I can't help myself. And I I know I want to move on to something. I want to say one thing that just came across on my phone here. And so it'll clearly be in the news cycle by tomorrow. Uh, John Madden has died at 85. What? Yeah, so. Wow. Yeah, yeah right? Breaking news. I know. Connor Holscan. Wow. So, you know, hey, he was uh, obviously a legend, right? Hall of Fame coach and, you know. That's uh, I don't know. I, I know he's getting up there in age. He's eighty five years old, but I don't know. Just wanted to, wanted to say that out there. And get on no, our show and, and I actually want to touch on that a little Madden bit because that's uh, I mean he's he's huge. He's his influence on the game as as a coach, as an announcer. I think that's where probably our generation remembers him most is as a as an announcer. Um, but then obviously our generation and the generations to come will, will probably be remembering him for. Madden, the, the, the video, the video game, game. <laughs> right? And and I don't even know, did John Madden truly have any involvement in the development of that game? Or did they just say, hey, can we slap your name on it? Uh, well, he, he him and Pat Summerall did the commentary to start. Okay. Yep, yep. And he just, I mean, his, his uh, estate has grown substantially, I have to imagine, as a result oh, yeah, of, I'm sure. of that agreement. Well, I'm sure he's he's pretty well off, but yeah, so there but you go. Yeah, it's just it, it's it's crazy to hear that. I mean, he's been away from football for a while. Um, you said 85. I actually would have thought he was older, to be honest with you. Because 95. No, 85. Oh. He, <laughs> he'd been away from football for a while, and he was starting to fade even at the end. Was it Monday night football he did or Sunday night? I believe Sunday night. Sunday night. So. Yeah. Yep. And so he was starting to fade at the end there where he's kind of losing it a little bit there. But that was, what, 10 years ago now that he quit doing that. So uh, RIP John Madden and, and, you know, 
thoughts and prayers to his family and, and everyone there involved. But, uh, whew, that one's crazy. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I just came across my phone right here. I figured uh, I would be remiss if we didn't at least just say, uh, say our piece and pour one out for the little guy. Yeah, pour, pour is one it, out for is the- it fitting that my next topic on the agenda is to talk about the Broncos, Broncos losing to the Raiders? Yeah. Right? That would be I fitting. Mean, well, right? hey, it, planned. They want it for John. Planned. This one's for John. This one's for Pat. <laughs> <laughs> I called that, but I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> I one. I'm like, it's coming. Wait for it. Wait You're so for drunk it. when he said it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little squeak in yeah. there. <laughs> uh, so, honestly, guys, I don't even really want to talk that much about this game because, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but same shit, different day, right? I mean, this game. Uh, Not same oh. shit, different I mean, oh, okay. the Broncos had 18 yards rushing. Think about that. You're right. Okay, fine. We'll that talk is not some the same details. thing. It's right. a new <laughs> level of low. It okay. is a new level of low. For yeah. Ugh. But Ugh. you know what? But but at the same time, I get what you're saying. I mean, obviously well, the offense where I'm going didn't go with that, anywhere. Uh, in three of their last four games, they've scored 13 or less points. The the only exception being when they stomped the Lions. So. Yeah. Actually, if if the Broncos don't find a way to score 26 points. Um, this, oh, you mean double this, of what they're currently yeah, scoring? Yeah. yeah, this next week. If they don't find a way to score 26 points, then they will have less points actually this year uh, than they did through 16 games last year. So, I mean, just let that sink in, right? I mean, with their hand-picked guy, Teddy Bridgewater, right? The guy. Um, who's starting 14 of those games. Is anyone so, still arguing that Teddy Bridgewater like could potentially or should be the starter next year? Connor. I mean, oh, his agent, I'm sure. Well, of course. <laughs> but I mean, that that thought is as dead as Drew Locke being the starter next year, right? Connor? Yeah, I think so. I think so. At least How do we feel about How do we feel about Locke on Sunday? I mean, how do he, I feel about Locke on Sunday? Yeah, tell us how you feel about Locke on Sunday. I'll tell you how I feel about Locke on Sunday. Start of the week. Start of the week. Start of the week. If he says anything about drop passes, Drew Locke on Sunday had an 88.5 pro oh. football focus grade, Boo. which was which was the highest graded Denver Bronco on Sunday. So <laughs> the whole team sucked. Okay, cool. Uh, 88.5 actually is, is considered a good pro is. football focus grade. Because oh. they're grading um, out of 100, correct? So, right, and I mean, so if you just look on any given week, 88.5 would probably lead the Broncos most weeks on, on a pro football focus grade. They scored 13 points and seven of them was on yeah, a defensive so, touchdown. So he was, hey, but he had like 10 rushing yards. Yeah, God. <laughs> uh, Drew Locke was uh, 15 for 22. For 153 yards passing, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, you can you can cue the music off there. That was my stat of the week. Drew Locke actually led. I, I, the reason oh, I no. thought that was interesting was just because it was not a good game at all by the offense. And but you would have just thought, I, I would have guessed that the top pro football focus grade would have been to a defender, right? Uh, and and it wasn't. And I just thought that was interesting. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So so. The Shelby Harris would would have been next, and then Jonas Griffith uh, were both up who there. has kind of really come on the scene of late, and looks like he may be a potential player for the Broncos moving forward. Yeah, yeah, he has look look good. So, uh, but I just I, I was I, I was kind of shocked that it was an offensive player that Pro Football Focus gave it to. But then you you really look at it, fifteen for twenty two, hundred fifty three yards. 
That's not a bad completion percentage. Oh, man. Uh, if he would have gotten... Oh, man. So, so Jerry Judy dropped one. Uh, Noah Fant dropped I one. Knew Albert, 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 yeah, you definitely knew it was coming. They, they, every, every wide receiving group drops passes throughout the course of a game. Right. We right. cannot excuse it. It's not like it's an anomaly that no, Broncos drop passes. No, but but if let's just say that one 30-yard pass to, to Albert O wasn't dropped, just one of them, then you're looking at a 16 of 22 for like 190 yards. Is that, is that a good game? We think that's a good game now? That's how you know that we've... Uh, you, you, you know, know our bar. Has that's been what I'm lowered. saying. Like we're yeah. we're saying that's acceptable. No, it's not. It's not good. You know what though? I, I I'll say this. Uh, Drew Locke did not lose that game by any stretch for the Broncos. He definitely uh, did not do anything to win it. And that's what I was just gonna say. Like, but I think this is yeah. the problem with the Broncos where yeah. they are with their quarterback. Is you look back to 2015, right when Peyton Manning was a shell of himself as the quarterback of the Broncos, but that man but, can go out and win you but, games. And I think that's what gets forgotten. The Broncos don't have and haven't had for a long time a quarterback that can just go flat out win you a game. I don't even need – I just need a guy brutal. that's going to try and make plays. You know, you know, I guess that's technically trying to win a game. You but know what it hard is? To watch. You it's, know it's, why it's, Drew Locke has struggled this year? He is focusing so much on – Keeping the dance moves in and not letting it loose, <laughs> not unleashing he's the lasers. He's distracted. He's not. He's so, not dialed in. Not lasered in. So Drew Locke was pressured on fifty-two percent of his dropbacks. Don't which, care. Which led the NFL. Uh, so our offensive line had a pitiful performance. Uh, you know, I'm not saying. I'm really not here saying that Drew Locke looked great. He didn't. Okay, it wasn't like he he took the game into his hands and and put the team on his back and try and if it weren't for the team messing up, then like Drew. Drew Locke did everything he could, right? But but Drew Locke did what I'm sure the coaches asked him to do, right? He stayed within his lanes. He didn't turn the ball over. And he actually played relatively well being pressured so much percent of the time. So I don't know. I think if you're gonna oh, if you're gonna give oh, any man. sort of uh uh, if any Broncos player, you know, did well on the offense, it was him. I mean, you know, hey, how are you gonna win a game with eighteen yards rushing? Especially the Denver Broncos. You're not. With, with That's their a simple yeah. answer to that It's not going to happen. And so, uh, and I think brutal, it was man. only eight yards from the running backs, if I'm not mistaken. It was like Drew Locke had was like it? 10 Didn't yards rushing, 10 yards? too. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I'm pretty sure he like led the team, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Yeah, that, that is, it is brutal. And uh, uh, so, yeah, it, it really kind of, kind of in, 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 in a way, it's the same Story right, just different game. The I, offense I am do so sorry. Javante Williams had twelve. There you go. Rushing yards. Be better. It's skewed because Melvin Gordon had negative four. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, yikes! So yes, he did outrun the running backs, but he was not the leading rusher on the team. Drew Locke. Yeah, wow, that is uh, five yards of carry though. I mean, that's just you can't stop that. <laughs> it's, it's, just keep it up. It's brutal, man. Did you guys see uh, Brandon McManus yelling at Coach yeah. Fangio? Fangio? Yes, and and did you, uh, you know, related to that? Did you hear Fangio's response? I did not. In his, I did not. His press I, would, conference. I would love to hear it. It was the. Uh, I mean, he embarrasses himself when he talks sometimes at the podium. <laughs> I thought you were about to just leave it when he talks. <laughs> <laughs> when he talks. Because he he basically went on a, a redundant rant of of how well he didn't know the down and distance and and they they were late spotting the ball so he didn't know if it was fourth and inches or fourth and one and fourth and two and fourth and three or 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 what it was so by the time they realized that it was too late to get Brandon on the field. Okay, so. I actually saw some people in the Twitter universe out there talking about how they think it's because they snapped the ball with no, no time left on the clock. I went back and watched that play. There was 20 seconds left when they snapped Seriously? the ball. Seriously? Yeah. Because I think the, the problem is, is if and, and they're not the telling thing, you, he, the ref should be able to tell you as the head coach, hey, you're looking at fourth and one. You know, you're looking at 
you know, that even if it's not fully spotted and set yet, you know, as a coach, you have the right to that information. They shouldn't be starting the clock until the ball is set. Right. That's that's how the play clock starts. Right. right? right so right. Um, so just to hear that, it's like so once again, you were not in a position to be prepared to make that decision in a that, that quick decision right there. Yeah, absolutely. And and then he justified and saying, no, 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 Brandon wasn't wasn't upset. I mean, we were all upset. I was upset. He was upset. Yeah, we were just upset. It was a bad situation. Oh, of course, because of course they all were. Uh, no, that was that was an interesting uh, uh, interaction to me. You know, something else that was interesting to me that stuck out from this game was the Broncos had a fourth down. I be- I believe it was fourth and four. I could be wrong on that. It was a fourth down. They were on like their own thirty yard line in the fourth quarter, and. Vic Fangio elected to go for it. I mean, you're in your own territory, right? Um, and at this point, it's still a, a one-score game. And so I thought that was kind of telling in a way, right? Uh, it was almost telling to me that he didn't have faith in his defense to, to, to make a crucial stop. I mean... Which gr- is insane, if you ask me, because this defense, and I don't have the exact number in front of me. I'm not uh, as good as my, with my stats as Connor is off the top of my head, but it's the, the Broncos through 16 games, if they less, let up less than like 32 points next week, they'll have let up less points than the 2015 Super Bowl winning Broncos. Is that right? And I, It's either 32 or 36, something like that. And this defense has been un, like really good the last few weeks why would you not have faith they're they're letting up very few points so so what i kind of what i've noticed in these last few weeks especially right but actually it's kind of been a theme all year i i don't want to go as far as to say like these the scoring numbers on defense is like a complete and total mirage right but i'm kind of going there there's a little bit of that because what we have seen over and over again this year is that Vic's defense kind of has that bend, don't break. People have actually said for years and years that Vic Fangio's defenses have a philosophy of a bend, don't break. So in other words, we're going to give up some yards. We're going to we're gonna let you get some first downs. But at the end of the day, we're going to shut you down. You're going to kick a field goal. Or we're going to get a turnover or something like that, right? It turns out, believe it or not, that score allowing less points from the opponent than your team scores is actually the key. It's, it's a good thing. So for you. bending and not breaking is, is so good. Not, not a bad philosophy. <laughs> uh, but as we've seen time and time again over these last few years with Vic, not necessarily the best philosophy to take at the very end of a game when you need a stop and not a first down. And it kind of seems like Vic Fangio's defenses, as good as they are all game, they can't get that stop on a critical first down to give their offense back the ball. Now, I'm not going to go as far as to like blame the defense. It's not the defense's fault. They're playing well enough to win games, no doubt about it. And I actually think they're, they are playing really well. They're, they have that philosophy, and it's working for them, right? Because that is the... To your point, Jared, that is the goal, right? I mean, you score more points than your opponent. And so at the end of the day, you look up at that scoreboard, you're giving up 13 points, 15 points. You know what I mean? Like these are numbers that should get you a win. Uh, but I thought it was telling that at the end of the game, when he realized if we pump the ball, we have to stop them from getting a first down or two. And he said, no, we're going to go on offense. And and I wonder... I don't even what, think he thought that even about it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you think I'm giving him too much credit yeah, there? Yeah, he's now, the, like, ah, flip the coin, and yeah, we'll go for it. Now, the, now the real interesting thing is, no, do we have conspiracy music here? Yeah, we have conspiracy. Let's, music. let's cue it. Okay, let's cue it. Connor with the conspiracy today. The Denver Broncos still have a chance oh, to make stop. the NFL playoffs. Quit. 
They are not eliminated from the NFL playoffs. All right. How many contingencies are there in, that would have to fall into place for the Broncos to win? Do you have the? Do list? we want so, the Broncos making the playoffs? Like, do, what do you mean? Do we want the? What, you know what I would love to see. That's a good question. I guess. You know what I would love to see is when you get to week end of week sixteen in the NFL season, and ESPN puts that big list of in the hunt. I'd love it if the Broncos' name was actually on that list one time at week sixteen. Yeah, because well, it's never there. They are there. Well, they are still they're there. They're gonna, not, they don't get listed. Okay? They, do get, they do get listed right now. They do, actually. <laughs> yes, I was looking at it today. So, so here's what has to happen for the Broncos to make the playoffs, okay? Broncos obviously have to beat the Chargers. Now, Vic Fangio might be 1-10 or whatever he is against the, the Raiders and the Chiefs. He's 4-1 against the Chargers. That could happen. It's reasonable that the Broncos could win this game. That's one. Because the Chargers are horrible. The Los Angeles Rams have to beat the Ravens, and they're favored to do so. The Chiefs have to be. I, oh, I'm I sorry. Bet on this whole thing. <laughs> I know the Titans. <laughs> the Titans have to beat the Dolphins. The Titans are at home. They are favored by three and a half points. Now, granted, the Dolphins have won seven games in a row against some Suspect. really bad teams. In Suspect, there. but still. So, so there's three things that have to happen. The the Rams have to beat the Ravens. The Titans have to beat the Dolphins, and the Colts have to beat the Raiders. Would Would you have any idea if you were to throw a parlay on all of that to happen? It's ten to one. 10 to 1, that's it? Mm-hmm. Man, I really so thought then, I was going to get better odds that, than that. So if that happens, then moving into the, the final uh, week. Oh, I'm sorry. There actually is one other uh, game that has to happen. The ooh, the Browns have, or hmm, let's see, the Steelers. The Steelers have to lose. So you guys that, remember I when I Browns, told you that game against the Steelers was key? Yep. So, the Browns, so the Browns have to beat the Steelers this week too as well. But if that happens and the Broncos win... But here's the yeah. Kicker. There's a scenario the Browns could be hosting a playoff game, you know, and they're sitting there at like what seven and eight, seven or something. and eight. Oh. Yep. Uh, and so, but brutal here, but game. Here's, so here's the, the kicker. Browns then, team. so then the very the following week, there'll also have to be like three games that happen. But again, but again, if you look at them, and I don't have them in front of me, but if you look at them, they're the favorites, right? The favorites just have to win out. So you've officially convinced yourself the Broncos are making the playoffs. So the yeah, so the Dolphins have to lose again. Uh, the Steelers actually have to go and beat the Ravens. That's the that's the hardest one probably. The Steelers have to beat the Ravens. Oh, actually, the hardest one is the Broncos have to beat the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, I was right? like, there's like seven hard things that have to happen. The um, Broncos themselves are gonna well, blow and, this before no, and, it's all said and done. And if everything happens this week, that means the Titans win, which means the Chiefs will have something to play for in okay, that last say, game. Hey, hey, I guess say that again without using your phone. All the things that have to happen. Okay. <laughs> Do you really want me to? No, okay. no, no. Oh, no, please no. <laughs> yeah, so there, there has to be like seven games need to go the Broncos way, all seven of them, but they are mostly fav- like they're all favorites except for like I think the, the one Steelers-Ravens game in the last week, but... The, the thing that's going to kill the Broncos, even if everything lines up perfectly, if that happens, the Chiefs will have something to play for in the last week, and the Broncos will have to beat the Chiefs when the Chiefs need the game. You know, so. it's, it's funny because there, there's a part of me that, that feels like that's the way it's going to work out, right? That like every <laughs> other thing will happen. fall in place, and the Broncos will <laughs> we'll blow have a chance They'll probably blow it. blow it this week, if we're being honest, against the Chargers. You guys, well, I don't know what the line is. It's at, uh, at Los Angeles, so I have to imagine the Chargers are... A several point favorite? What do we think? I'm pulling it up four, right now. Four? I'm going to guess three and a half. Three and a half? Uh, they are... Actually, I'm going to guess four and a half. Four and a half? Okay. Yep. Five. Oh, okay. So even more. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, 
Do we know, is Teddy Bridgewater expected back this he, week? He is still in concussion protocol as of today on Tuesday. Is there any motivation or reason for the Broncos to rush him back? you got to feel like they're probably going to take things slow with him. At they point. will be playing Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, they've said they will play Teddy Bridgewater if he clears concussion protocol. Does Vic Fangio think he's saving his job if he wins games in the next week or two? You know, I'm not privy, we're not privy to those discussions that he's having behind closed doors, but I have to believe that the very fact that Vic Fangio is not fired yet somehow communicates to me that he still has a chance of keeping his job. Well, I don't think so. I think I, I think because of the reasons that you said they're playing big games, they're going to let him finish the season out, see how the squad finishes up, and then make their decision. And then there's the ownership aspect of the whole thing too. So, Well, Vic Fangio agrees with you. He was actually asked point blank in his press conference after the game if he uh, uh, thinks he deserves a chance to be back as head coach uh, in 2022 and his response was absolutely and, and let me just clarify a little bit on that because I saw that as well the actual uh, question from the reporter was if your staff deserves but they were obviously okay. implying him gotcha, gotcha. Uh, but they, they said does your staff deserve to be back next year and he had a he had a two-part question he goes and um, <laughs> oops sorry uh, I just I just Everyone here, I just tried to throw uh, my phone to Nick's soap, and I threw yeah, it into the wall. We all understand now why we never made it as professional athletes. <laughs> I know. What yeah. were you about to say? Uh, so it's a two-part question. He said, uh, does your staff deserve to be back? And uh, would you be willing to come back on your last year of your contract? Because as people know, it's actually really, really rare that a head coach comes back to coach on the last year of their contract without getting an yep. extension, right? Yep. And his, his, his answer, as you said, to both of those questions simultaneously yep. was absolutely. So He also went on to say, this is just, I don't know why. I wrote this quote down because it just like, it screams to me, Vic Fangio and... Maybe this is just coach speak, but I don't know. I hear a coach that is just delusional. And his quote is, these last three have been tight, tough losses. But I do think it indicates the fight, the competitiveness in this team. Have we scored enough points in these losses? No, we haven't. But we have total faith in our players that we're going to get this turned around over the next two weeks. Hmm. I was just like, Really? I mean, well, okay, but at what, the same, what is he supposed at, to say? At the same, yes, that's, give me some that's frustration. Right. Some, you know, you just went on saying he, you know, I, I think later on, I don't remember what, no, at what point of this press conference, but he talks about how he has nothing good to say about this game because about this offense because they put up 153 yards of offense and 13 points. There's really nothing good to say about it. Yet he can't. He sits here and go. I think we are really moving in the right direction and we're going to turn things around. Nah. I think well, I'd, I'd love to see a coach that's like, this isn't good enough. We're not going to win games playing like this. I, I don't mean, I don't think you're uh, – to what Nick, I think, was saying, I, I agree that what, like what there's a certain extent of what's he supposed to say. He's going to, of course, say that. I, I, I think, that, though – I think he probably could have said something along the lines of, you know, well, that's, you know, that those decisions, you know, aren't in my control. We're focused on winning games. Well, I think he could have given that kind of answer instead of absolutely. Right. right. Um, I think in a way, too, he kind of uh, shot himself in the foot a little bit with that answer because he's almost admitting that he doesn't deserve to be here by saying he would he would absolutely play on a, what do they call that? A lame duck lame deal. Lame duck deal, yeah. So he would absolutely play on that. Which essentially means I don't deserve I an extension. Any, <laughs> yeah. I will take any shot I get. To I disagree. I think he wants to play these last two weeks out, see how it shakes out. I just don't know what sort of answer. And, and imagine being on the other end if you are Vic Fangio and getting these questions. It's not like it's once a week 
once every couple days. It's every day, every press conference. No, I mean, no. Let me I ask you though, Nick. Let me ask you. Do you think he actually would uh, coach the last year of his contract without an extension? Yes. So he would break the mold like that. Never happens in the NFL. I don't know why Coaches, you wouldn't, especially they I mean, choose not to coach uh, under those. I, circumstances. I think he would. I think for a guy that's been in the league. 40 plus years and never got a chance to be a head coach. He, it's a little bit different. Nobody's, than like, nobody's pounding on his door. For correct. I mean, this job. is it for him. I mean, this is his, yeah. this is his shot. Okay. Fair enough. Now back to the point of, of, you know, whether or not they keep the coaching staff around and why they would keep him at this point. And, and actually something that I want to give some credit to. I don't know if you guys follow on, on Twitter, Benjamin Albright. Um, he, I don't even know what outlet he's with, but he's a pretty good follow on Twitter. He's very dialed in uh, to the Broncos, uh, and he kind of got in. He he's a little bit controversial on Twitter because he will he loves to get into it with you know people that are commenting on his stuff. So he will he'll get into some Twitter the G, battles. The GP, general but, public, but I don't know. I find it entertaining. That's pretty much why I spend time on social media is reading through these and he, battles. And he's from KOA. KOA, thank you, KOA. Um, anyways, he kind of was bringing up the point of what what do you gain from firing these coaches now or or last week say well don't they know? have the new rule and my ignorance is going to show but i think they have a new rule where this is the first week and i don't even know the actual full details of the rule but go well, ahead well, well the jags are uh, so so to to answer your question the advantage is that you get to start hiring head. You get to start interviewing sure. head coaching candidates and the and Jaguars, for instance, are already starting their interview process. I want to touch on that real quick. So just to finish up his point on this was what's the point of firing? It's not going to turn around your locker room. There's nothing happening in the locker room because in, in his opinion, what he's saying is the, the guys in the locker room already know they're gone. So whether they're gone now or in two weeks, these guys, these players have to show up and play every week. They'd rather see the coaches show up to coach so that they're not going out there in the last two weeks and, and getting their teeth kicked in because they don't have a coach that can actually put a game plan together and coach them. If you get rid of the wait, whole, wait, they have that now? No, they don't, <laughs> honestly. But but I get the idea that, like, hey, you, you getting rid of the coach doesn't make me feel like you're trying to win. It makes me feel like you don't really care about us going out and playing now, every week. Now, see... I I don't I like Benjamin Benjamin Albright he he does a good job covering the Broncos but he's an absolute like like Nick was talking I think he was talking about before the show he's an absolute homer broadcast he works for the Broncos I mean he he essentially works for the flagship station of the Broncos so of course he's going to say something sure, like that sure. okay now what's the advantage I would argue what's the advantage of not fire the only advantage you could possibly get in either scenario is you fire him and then you can start moving on with a new head coaching candidate yeah so. I agree with Connor I think if you have to motivate paid players based on who the head coach is or is not I think that speaks more of the locker room I don't think it matters if you're paid you're playing for a contract so I think if you're relying on Vic Fangio being in or out of the coach's room that's bad. And I think from a GM perspective, who is obviously the one making this decision, uh, if that's really true, you know, to be what Benjamin Albright said about that, then then I say, do it. Lose these last two games. It's going to improve from GM's perspective. It's going to improve your draft position. Well, and, and just for the record, I agree with you guys as well. I, I wanted to play a little bit of devil's advocate and bring that point up. I've been calling it for weeks that, that Fangio should be gone. But I, I do think so. you bring up a good point with that, that, you know, these are professionals. And if they need that motivation, if they can't do it, you got the wrong guys here to start with. And, and actually something that... I think, you know, as far as referencing the GM, there's discussions being had right now about the future of this team. 
And if you're in your mind as a GM, you know this guy is probably not around next year. That alters your ability to openly discuss things with your coach because I don't think he's probably involving Vic in everything that he would normally involve a guy if this was his guy he knew he was going into next year with. I think he's probably focusing more on the here and the now because there's no purpose in wasting his effort with that. I think to Connor's point, if we are still quote unquote technically in the playoff hunt, I think Peyton gives a week, see how the game shakes out, naturally will win, and we're going to be in a situation where we're playing week 17 or excuse me, week 18. You have the ability to say, all right, this is it. We're playing big games. And, and letting the dust settle, especially for a first yeah, year see, GM. I actually think if the Broncos were mathematically eliminated from playoff contention, then he's gone. Already. So you guys do think once the Broncos are eliminated, he's out? I think so. I think, I think I, that's my belief. It, it's basing off nothing but speculation, sure. but uh, I, 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 I just don't... I can see a, a legitimate argument for not firing your coach when you could still make the playoffs. Like this franchise hasn't been to the playoffs in so long that if you fire your coach and somehow things shake right and you make the playoffs, like what are you doing? Right? Like I don't know. The Broncos got rid of John Fox after like a thirteen win season or twelve win season. Yeah, after a season. But that and that was when we had Super <laughs> Bowl true. expectations. This is true. That was when they had Super Bowl expectations. Although right now, we're just trying to get our quarterback. Do you guys remember when that happened? The, <laughs> the report leaked before the game, and so the report leaked that if Fox didn't win that game, he was out as the Broncos. Was that, head well, coach. Was that against the Colts? Uh, yeah, yeah. What was it like? Thirty four nineteen. We got yeah. smoked. Yeah, I was in was Vegas. Bad. I was, was in Vegas at a craps table watching that. That game. was the height of Andrew Luck right there. So not only he were you losing money, in. not only were you losing money at the craps table, but you were watching the Broncos. I was also dying inside. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, it was one of those things too, where I was I was playing craps because I kind of just figured we were going to win that game, you know. But I digress. Speaking <laughs> of craps, I've heard you have some strategies, Mister Soaps. Me. What strategies? How to lose money? <laughs> oh, good. So we we can all discuss this. <laughs> yeah, they have this craps table. Well, they have this new craps machine, and, and the craps machines are always cheaper. They're individual. Instead of like rolling for a table, you roll by yourself. From the casino's perspective, it's genius. You just play by yourself. Oh, goes so quick too. Yeah, you just press just the button press a million button, times. Button, yeah, button, it's ridiculous. Button, button. That's dangerous. It's dangerous. Really dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Nick and I are. Uh, uh, that, that's our game. We like the craps. So when we go to the casino and blackjack, we like blackjack yeah. too. But. Uh, what what was it that Tyler was saying last well, so week? Nick, he described him as the uh, well. Uh, what, was it the Colin Coward of uh, <laughs> Nick? Doesn't al- of, Nick doesn't of, always do this? Are we talking about the don't pass? But he sometimes don't pass. Uh, And actually, I will sometimes do this as well. We will sometimes play the don't pass, which just means we're betting against the the table. We're betting with the house. Uh, and people don't like that. It does do seem that. like a smart play because the house usually wins. We were playing uh, the other day. I think it was like two weeks ago, three weeks ago up in Blackhawk and this the key rule if you're going to play against the table is to not actively cheer you have to stay humble and this guy we were with it was his bachelor party screaming screaming every time everybody lost cleared out the table he was playing by himself he was loving it it was wild but yeah we play that's why we'll we'll maybe get into it on another episode we'll, we'll yeah play we, some I need I need, to, I need some lessons here yeah yeah, yeah we can I've do that I've never gone to a craps table and walked away with money it's we'll, it's we'll, not we'll good. do it on another time we got you yeah another day <laughs> Last week, Soap somehow backed into winning the Red Rocks Weekly Draft. I don't even think we should give him credit for it. It's that. mine. It's mine. Because not only did he not pick it, Tyler Walgie did, but we left him the pick to take. Yeah. Okay, so what, what we did last week, we drafted total passing yards. Uh, Connor, for some reason, had faith in, in our boy Drew Locke. Well, I wanted your pick. I know. Well, I took wanted. 200 to 250 yards. Connor took 250 plus. 
and Nick Sofris gets under 100, under 200. The winner with 153 passing yards on the day, Nick Sofris. I love that for me. Gives you six wins on the year. Now, two full wins ahead of Connor in second with four, and I'm sitting at a lowly three. Is that good? Uh, yes, it is. So, mm-hmm. because I want to still give myself... Actually, I guess we could do this through the playoffs. Yeah, we'll do it through the playoffs. Even if the Broncos aren't in, we yeah. want to keep it going? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, we'll keep it going. We'll keep it going. Give we'll you guys a fun. chance. Have some fun. I was going to say, because otherwise I'm like statistically eliminated here. Well, if, if, if Connor somehow wins and I get fourth and end up getting no points, I mean, technically you could still win okay. per Connor's Bronco logic. Yeah, exactly. My jokes aren't hitting today. That's, that's not, not. <laughs> My jokes you are not hitting crickets You lost me. You there. lost me. Um, so this week we were talking a little bit about the, the Broncos defense, and it's kind of funny because, fittingly enough, I wanted to uh, draft and, and go off of the total points allowed by the Broncos this week. So this is not only the points there the Broncos defense allows. If, by chance, the Chargers score a defensive touchdown or safety or get a special teams touchdown, this is total points allowed by the Broncos. Just to give a little bit of background in what uh, the Broncos are allowing this year, on the year, they're allowing 17.3 points per game. Uh, The last four games, however, allowing only 16 points per game, three of which, by the way, have been losses uh, out of those four. But still, the defense is, as Connor mentioned earlier, Ben, don't break, not allowing a lot of points, only 16 over the last four. So, uh, Connor, I'm going to let you go first since you were farthest off last week, and I feel a little bit bad for you because you were (laughs) way out there. I'll let you go first. Uh, Real quick, sorry, before you guess, uh, the other thing I want to put in there, closest guess to the number wins regardless of over or under okay so whoever gets their guess closest so this is not like a like a like a this to this number it's just we're just guessing a number closest guessing to the a number yep guessing a number closest to the pin hmm. i'm going to go with uh i'm gonna go with 17 17 connor says 17 points Scored, which is right on their season average, and it's my lucky number. Frankly, on my arm. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's 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 a smart man. What is that? What do you actually have? I, I got a seventeen. He's bragging about oh, his Todd yeah. Helton jersey or his yeah. Todd Helton tattoo. It's like my jail. Tat. Took me a second. I'm like seventeen. Who's seventeen? Yeah. Ah, that's nah, my lucky old number. Old Todd. And it's because of Todd. Were the you seventeen? The Todd father. I was. Until you get to high school and they just like throw a jersey at no, you. No, I got 17. You got to get it too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I was just like the last guy that made the team probably. Well, Connor's <laughs> the kind of guy that if the play's even remotely close or therefore not remotely close, he will stretch fully. He plays first base. Will fully stretch it. You, if you've never seen it, highly <laughs> oh, recommend it. It's wild I, stuff. I, play, I played a season with the guy. In fact... He's pretty much one of the reasons why I was told I should not play first base anymore. <laughs> <laughs> one of two players that Connor will always stretch. Be ahead Connor of me. will go full stretch at any opportunity. Routine play. Do the split stretch. Let's just say I made the B team until I blew my knee. <laughs> now I can't do it anymore. Okay, I'm gonna go second here because screw you, soaps. You're dominating right now, so you're gonna go last. Thank you, Tyler. Um, I don't actually agree with vegas i think i'm smarter than vegas i think i know way more yep and i think the broncos are actually gonna let up a lot of points in this game okay um i'm gonna get go 24 i mean i say a lot it's only one more touchdown but 24 which is a whole touchdown above their season average i think the broncos allow 24 points in this game i'm going to hedge right in the middle of you two 21 21 Ooh. 
So we're Connor, you or I, we're hoping for a lot of scoring. So I like how this worked out because now I basically get zero through seventeen. Correct. That's right. I get zero through eighteen. Correct. Yeah. Wow. I get zero through nineteen. Nineteen is the push. I'm so not so sure about your strategy there, so I'm not either, but I'm holding I like you it. to it now. You can't go back on it now. Last thing on the Broncos. Actually, not last thing on the Broncos. There's one more thing on the Broncos, too, just because I want to bring it up. But uh, Pro Bowl rosters got announced this week, and Broncos weren't were, were missing. I think they may have forgotten about the Broncos. Mm. Or did they? Or it was just nobody deserving from the Broncos? Uh, is anyone deserving? Okay, so somebody told me, like, wow, no Broncos in the Pro Bowl. My first reaction was like, what? Are you kidding me? I'm like... I literally could not name one guy I think deserves to make the Pro Bowl roster. Uh, maybe Pat Shermer. <laughs> oh, God. No. Hey, everyone Pat Shermer Chan. Pat Shermer maybe. No. No. I don't think. I, I think they did okay. Broncos. Okay, so the name middle. I saw mostly on Twitter was Justin, Justin Simmons, Simmons yeah. right? And is this, I, I don't have, I don't pay for pro football focus. I don't know if either of you guys do. He's far enough down that like you have to pay for it before you can see what We have not here at Wiz Media, but, uh, yeah, but uh, I, don't, I don't look into it all I, that much. Apparently they don't uh, provide me with that uh, access. <laughs> I, I guess I don't qualify on the list. Uh, but I was just curious as to like where is he ranking in those? I know he was way down there. Uh, to start the year, and it was it was bad because that, that's when I when I heard Justin Simmons' name was I'm like, man, he was awful to start the year. The first few He's weeks, been playing really well though. But yeah, I think it, I think it's a collection of the entire year. I think you have to take a look at the entire body of work, and I think that's what was done here. Of, of all the players, obviously most deserving. Everybody agrees, Captain Obvious. He should have been the most eligible to get it, but no. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I really don't think. I mean. I, I don't think so. I, I, you know, it's it's hard when when your offense has been so pitiful to have anybody on the offensive end, right? Agreed. I don't think there's any. Maybe again, Javante Williams has played great, but I mean, he's not even a regular starter for them. How many carries he had? Yeah. Seven, four, seven for seven, like twelve yeah. yards. Yeah, I think Javante Williams just doesn't get enough carries to be right. pro bowler. I mean, maybe if the Broncos were winning a ton of games and and then then yeah. you would have the argument. It's kind of like there's a little bit of that uh, that same argument in the MVP race, right, in, in the NBA. Like, you got to also be winning games in a lot of cases to kind of – because there's a lot of guys – if we're talking about Justin Simmons – like there's there's a handful of guys that could get the nod, right? And so when when you're kind of in the same stratosphere, they're gonna go with the team, the guy that's having more team success. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. So. And I can agree with that. Yeah, it honestly is just probably the first time I can ever remember the Broncos not having a Pro Bowler. Uh, but I ha- kind of have the same reaction, like. Actually, I think they probably got it right on that mm-hmm. one. I don't. I think there's like six teams. That- I, I think our defense has a lot of really solid, good pieces. And I don't know if there's any person who's just, just really popping this here. And I'll tell you right now, I don't think that Vic Fangio keeps his job. Okay. No. But if Vic Fangio keeps his job, that's why that's it right there, because there are no stars on this defense and it's still one of the best defenses in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would say Justin Simmons is in a star stratosphere. Sure. Pastor Tan's going to be there. But you know. I just what he's doing with the defense that's not chock full of stars. I think that would be the reason why he would be kept. It has nothing to but do with really him as solid a head coach. all the way around. I mean, like like sure. top to bottom on defense, they're just really solid. 
right? I hope he's not still here next year. Really Is there a situation where they move him to D coordinator or something like that? I just don't think, I mean, do you think he would take that? I think that might be where he's out because he knows he can go get a D coordinator job anywhere. somewhere else. Yeah. He'd probably I think go. That's oh, too hard to do. I, I, I think the dynamic would be weird. Think of how much easier his day to day would be if he didn't have I, to head coach. I think he'd be so much happier as a defensive coordinator. I think, I think we'd all be happy. Hates being a head coach. Yeah. He seems unhappy. Yeah. But I think he's just a grouchy old man. Yeah. That too. So I saw a lot of rumors watching the the Browns game. Uh, A lot of talk about whether or not they think Baker Mayfield is their guy. And then there's talk that uh, head coach, is it Kevin Stefanski? Is that his name? Stefanski. May not be sold on Baker on whether he's the guy. They have picked up his fifth year option through 2022, but they haven't paid him the big money deal. Okay. Um, Assuming, let's just assume a scenario where... Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, or Deshaun Watson does not become available or the Broncos don't land those guys. Should they be interested in a guy like Baker Mayfield? I'm going to keep you at what you just said, a guy like <laughs> Baker Mayfield. And the resounding answer is no. Baker Mayfield, is the, he's, he's a slightly more athletic version of Teddy Bridgewater. I think we agree. Okay. Uh, I don't agree. I think he's definitely a class, a whole caliber quarterback above Teddy Bridgewater. Really? You think so? I do. But I think Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater, we're talking like tier three, tier four quarterbacks. Okay. So give us your, give us your reasons. Um, I, I, I think, I mean, he's, he's proven he could be a good quarterback in this league. He has put up good numbers. He's a guy to, Everything you look for physically, and I think he has the capability of being an above-average quarterback, okay? To me, there are the group of elites. He, he isn't that. He will never touch that. I think Baker Mayfield is in the Matthew Stafford, oh. Matt Ryan. Everybody, everyone is so high on Matthew Woof. Stafford, and they're all seeing this year. He's nothing special, man. He's a solid quarterback that now has a superstar lineup around him. Of course, he's going to look better than okay, the, so, the So do you think that uh, Teddy Bridgewater in the same they – sw- they switch. You think they have the same record? No, 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 no. I think Teddy Bridgewater is the whole cast. I'm so sorry. I'm Baker so Mayfield. sorry, Baker. I'm so yes, sorry. That's I absolutely mean. believe Baker Mayfield Ooh. is putting up Ooh. the same season as Matthew Stafford. Oh, I'm sick. If Baker Mayfield is there. All right. I tend to think Matt Stafford is top 30 quarterback of all time. 40. Whoa. 30, 40. See, I don't think that's as hot of a take. It's ah, it, Yeah. I, like, I really 30, think so. 40? Yes. And I don't think ta- I don't think Baker Mayfield. He's like 14th in passing yards all time. 10th. Yeah, yeah, somewhere because around the that. Lions were always behind. All right, but the, but the, <laughs> true. <laughs> that is true. True. No, I, I, I think it is such a slapping insult yes. that you even want to put Baker Mayfield in the same breath as Matthew Stafford. Why like, is everyone kissing Matthew Stafford's feet, man? Why is everyone because at, he's anointing a, him as this elite quarterback? Because he's, he's never been so, an elite quarterback. So ignoring the, the actual intangibles in regards to like actual quarterback skill, you want to pay Baker Mayfield? Not necessarily, but I'm. that's the question I want to put out no. to you guys. Nope. No. Nope. God, it makes <laughs> okay, where do you draw the line? I would. I think... Is there a caliber of quarterback between... You know, because right now the discussions are Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson. I think we can all agree they're so, in the elite status of quarterbacks. I'll tell you the whole. Yeah, of course. Is right? there is there a tier below that, but above Baker that yes, you guys would yes, pay? Yes. And who is that? Uh, Kirk Cousins is getting thirty five no, million no. next year. Kirk oh, Cousins and Baker they're, they're, they're the, the same. same. Yeah, they're the same. See, they're very so. different, complete opposites, but the same. But the same. See, I, don't, I I I like Kirk Cousins more than I like Baker, but I think I think I think Baker's probably a third tier quarterback. Like I think he's probably he he's probably 
you know, he's 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 a league average quarterback, man. Like that's so, what I think he so is. So right now in regards to QBR, uh Baker Mayfield is 22nd. Ooh, that's not good. That's no, not, not good. good. Um I don't know how you can He's look been playing at, with injuries this year, but you know, whatever. I don't even know how we can even talk about paying Baker Mayfield in the sense of what does he add value-wise that you don't think gonna, he's a clear upgrade over no, what we have at I, I think he is literally the same, just more expensive. Wow. It's like I really got, think that this Broncos team could be a very competitive team. Maybe not Super Bowl, but we're talking you're competing no. year in and year out. Right, and again, if, I'm not saying if you're that's asking what I if want. I would, but, if you're asking if I'd rather have Teddy Bridgewater or Baker Mayfield for the same exact amount of money, I, oh, sure. I'll go with you. I'll take Baker Mayfield over Teddy Bridgewater. I get, I get your point. Where it, te- Baker Mayfield, he's going to command uh, over twenty five million. What is that? What does I that mean, number look like? All right, Baker Mayfield on the season has twenty eight hundred passing yards, fifteen tutties, and eleven picks. Like I don't want that. Nope. I nope. don't want any nope. part of pass. That. Pass. Give me, keep me away from that. It's disgusting. I'd rather have go look at Kirk Cousins' stats. Oh, Kirk Cousins is playing nice, but he. Let's but go they, look at those. But you can't tell me like Kirk Cousins fails the eye test. You watch Kirk Cousins play; he's very stat driven. He's very safe with the ball. You can't like I'm not going to pay a guy. I, I'm a Kirk. I'm a Kirk Cousins guy. I oh like Kirk God. Cousins. What's their record? Not good. Seven and eight, <laughs> or seven and nine, or eight. Is it something like that? Sure, it's about what the Broncos' record right. is right now. Actually, I think it's the exact same as what the Broncos. Yeah, they're giving up like a million points a game on defense. So. All right, Teddy Bridgewater uh, has four. So Baker Mayfield had a 62% completion percentage. Teddy Bridgewater has a 66% percentage, uh, 66% completion percentage, 3,000 yards, 18 tutties, and seven picks. They're the same guy. It's the same guy. And I, I, I look, I can't argue with with what stats are and what what you're what you're saying there. Baker's but not what, doing himself favors. This I year. truly believe. I, I just, just, just sit out. I that, truly out. believe Baker Mayfield was putting up better numbers, look better than this. People are still talking about that being a good pick going into this year. Now, all of a sudden, he has a bad year. We see this all the time in the NFL. True. People turn on him, and then next year, he'll end up being like the bounce back player of the year, right? I, I will I mean, give you credit that the OBJ thing kind of gave him a little bit of bad rap. He he tends to be a little argumentative, but I just and he's looking for what? 100 mil? That's why I was just trying to look up what uh, Josh Allen got. Oh, it was, it was mega. Where, where does Allen he? Money. Wh- that's what I was just gonna. That's the, where I was gonna take. It. He's from the same draft class. What what does his contract look like compared to Josh Allen's? Because typically Six. you see one guy signs, the next guy gets a bigger deal, and then the next guy gets a bigger deal. If nah, he won't get a bigger deal than Josh Allen. Where do you think he falls in? All right, hang on a sec. Six year, two hundred and fifty eight million dollar contract, one hundred and fifty million guaranteed. So that's Josh Allen. Yeah, two fifty eight over six. Yeah, he's not that's, getting that. It's forty forty five million a year. That's disgusting. Wow. What? Yeah, Baker's not getting that. What? Yeah, when hey, did hey, that, go Wyoming that Cowboys. Makes, when did that happen? That makes Kirk Cousins 25 this year look like nothing. Do you guys remember when quarterbacks started making 20 million? Yeah. Like, that was not that long ago. Yeah, didn't Brock Osweiler get 20 million? 18. Yeah, 50, 18. yeah, and it was like 50 mil guaranteed or something crazy. Yeah. He would have done way better had he nah. just stayed with the Broncos. I, you know what? Let's just let's just pass, Jerry. We 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 we're, we've beat this. We're not getting. I do not want Baker Mayfield. I also I Baker also Mayfield don't want that twenty million a year. You're no, not taking. I pass. Baker Mayfield that fifteen a year. I'll um, consider. Yeah, sure. It, really, you sure. guys would have to go down to like that's legitimate backup money at this point in time. Yeah. Wow, I like Baker a lot more than you guys. For I'm being not, a super accurate quarterback out of saying, college, he's awful. okay. I think here's my thoughts with Baker is. There are five quarterbacks, maybe six quarterbacks in the league that I think are just elite, transcendent, no matter who they played with, what team they're on, 
though they're at very least going to look really good. I think you look at a guy like Russell Wilson, who for the first time is having a, uh, his team is having a bad season, but I think he's still putting up pretty uh, good stats. I don't know where he's at, but Russell Wilson is an elite quarterback. Where I'm going with I that don't is want Russell Wilson either. Every other quarterback, I'd say 75% of the quarterbacks in the NFL are very talented, good quarterbacks in the right situation with the right team around them. Say like a first round drafted wide receiver, a second round wide receiver that just got paid. Another guy that's a late round or undrafted guy that just got paid a tight end. That was a first round draft pick. Broncos are pretty freaking stacked at wide receiver and tight end. You put the right situation like that around a quarterback, they can be really so what, good. Yeah, but what's different, right? So Browns have a good running, uh, a good rushing attack. Broncos also theoretically could have a good rushing attack. I guess your only exception would be that the wide receiving corpse is better. Ba- Baker's not making those throws anyways. He's he's overthrowing, leading him too long. I don't know. Yeah, see, I, I see, hate it. Four my, pick, four picks. One of Jared, which you got fault. those elite guys, right? And then you got this whole. I, I actually think the next tier down is a much larger group, right? There's yes, a much, I agree. A much larger group, and I don't think Baker's anywhere near these guys. Wow, Let me. Okay, I'm okay. going to give you some names. You tell me which one of these guys Baker even touches. Okay. Okay. Joe Burrow. Okay, oh, I'm not willing no. to. I'm oh, not. No. Hey, two years ago, everyone was talking about Baker <laughs> oh, like they're talking about no. Joe Burrow. Okay, talk to me at the end of Joe Burrow's contract, and I will definitively okay. say. But right now, yes, I will say Joe Burrow ahead of. Okay, okay. All, right, all right, we'll give you that. All, all right, right, fine, fine, fine. Dak, he's on a rookie. Dak Prescott. No, I can't. No. You can't. Okay, I I would put Matthew Stafford right there, and you we've talked a little bit about that. I would I would if I was listing and ranking, I would have Stafford ahead of Baker Mayfield, but they're not far off. Okay, mm-hmm. well, so so I don't think Baker's in this tier even. Okay, yeah, so they got Matt I, Stafford. They uh, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I would take him over Kirk Cousins. Why? Oh, wow. Because Kirk Cousins does nothing. I, I don't know. Maybe I like the excitement. I like the drama. I don't you know. You like man. the high step six I yard do. Guy. You probably like Chad Kelly too, don't you? I love Swag Chad Kelly. Kelly. I love hey, Mr. Don't, Swag hey, Kelly. Too soon. Too soon. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. How about uh, uh, Justin Herbert? Herbert's a stud. Yeah. Okay. Kyler Murray. No. No. Kyler Murray. Okay. Um, now here's an interesting one. Carson Wentz. I hate Carson Wentz. Not I would take Baker over Carson. Now there's somebody that uh, I think. Now I think. Now I think we're getting to like maybe that's the same tier. Yeah. No, okay. you you are probably right. I think you're right. That you just list. I think everyone yeah, except what? for Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill. Ooh, Ryan Tannehill. Mm, nah, I think I'm taking Baker. Baker and Ryan Tannehill actually I think are very similar in what their trajectory and their capabilities are in this league. Uh, I think if he if Gardner he, Minshew, I would take Gardner Minshew over. I would take Gardner Minshew over here. Baker Mayfield. Same, 10 I would no. take Gardner Minshew too. Oh, a million percent. You guys are kidding yourselves. What do you mean? Gardner Minshew is like a slight step up from Trevor Simeon. Dude. That's where I think Baker is. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> they are the wow. same. Wow. Carson Wentz, uh, four year, one hundred twenty eight wow. million dollars. I think contract. Carson Wentz is a pretty good. Uh, like, I hope everyone like out the there tier. feels the way you are. Maybe we can get Baker on the cheap then. Maybe yeah. We can get I think we're all pretty team. disgusted with Baker. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. By the way, I just want to say when I'm looking at this quarterbacks list, I want to say I made a I made a comment like several months ago about Tua Tungavailoa about nice pronunciation, gonna, Connor. There you go. Yeah. I, I I didn't think that he would. Uh, I was guessing I think a fourth round pick uh, for the Broncos. Like that's what he would garner. Uh, I I'm gonna just go on record say I, the way he's been playing recently. I might be wrong on that. I think he would. Get I will be willing to pick. bet by this time next year. Give a full circle year around. There will be a point in time in the next calendar year where we're saying the same thing, that he wouldn't go for a fourth. That's the nature of the media and the NFL. People overreact to everything. He loses seven straight games. He's garbage. You wouldn't touch him. You don't want to be your guy. He goes and wins seven games, 
And now all of a sudden, Connor is flip-flopping off of his stance. Well, I just can't wait for like 10 more years to pass by so I can show you how wrong you were about Baker Mayfield. Probably. I right. cannot wait. I like the guy. I like his I like his fire. I don't like his I like passes. his commercials. Even those, okay, well, they the are best actually, they actually are, are you pretty kidding good. Me? Right. He's on Peyton Manning level. With I would those tell you that uh, I like his commercials better than I like uh, Pat Mahomes commercials. Mahomes sucks. Yeah. But also it's State Farm. It's not Pat Mahomes fault. It's State Farm. They kill ideas. They just keep running the same commercial over and over and over. Baker's got a fresh new one every time, man. Yeah, he's funny. It's good. Okay. Okay. Done, well, done with the Baker. I love Although Baker, I will say, man. did you see Peter King's uh, trade that he, he proposed out there for no. Aaron Rodgers? No. So Peter King and I think Woody Page also uh, floated the same idea, right? So which you know they're getting it from somewhere, right? They're not just completely making this up. Uh, so the idea was that the Broncos hire the offensive coordinator for the Packers as their next head coach. Okay, then they trade for Devontae Adams and and, and Aaron Rodgers, and the Broncos give them Jerry Judy, Drew Locke, and three first round draft picks. I don't think the Packers would even entertain that. Well, so so Devontae Adams is going into... Uh, this is the last year of his deal. He's hitting free agency. Okay, that's a good point. Um, so what the the idea was that they were going to slap a franchise tag on him and then trade him because they realized that he won't want to stay there if Aaron Rodgers is, is gone too. They might as well get some... some package deal and get and, and get more for it so i don't know i just i, I saw that floated out there today that was, that was peter king and obviously a really well respected well connected um guy I, in the I, okay circles, so that's so. been talked about the three first rounders but that's kind of new to add in Devonte adams into that and right. uh i don't know man i just still think that price tag would be a lot higher mm-hmm. than that if you're talking one of if not the best receiver in the nfl and one of if not we'll the see. best quarterback but i'd rather us go all out for that than even talk about baker mayfield get baker mayfield off our so if, for, for you guys <laughs> if i mean because it doesn't seem like you just listed off a whole bunch of guys i think we would agree are tier two quarterbacks right none of those guys are going to be available yeah. next year not one of them am i am kirk cousins Maybe we might be able to get Kirk Cousins. That's, well, he's a tier, tier three guy. So <laughs> hey, I will take Kirk Cousins over Baker Mayfield any uh, day. I don't know if I would. I would rather resign Teddy. Wow, yeah. that's a bold statement coming out of Nick. They're, they're just like they, they don't excite me. They 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 and Kirk Cousins. Yeah, ugh. I anybody whose voice squeaks when they you know hot hot hot. I can't. <laughs> I don't want him on my team. It's all the squeak. Yeah. It's all, the all squeak. right. Okay. Before we get out of here, guys, I promised. And Nick, I'm holding you to it. You got to do it. Okay. We're going to eat our spicy beans here. And I, I think I may have made how a, quick a did you, uh, How quick before you, you started noticing the hotness? Uh, seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I have like, I'm gonna go with, I have I'm like gonna go one sip of water left, so that's fun. Okay. okay let's do this. Um, all right. All right. Here we go. We're taking it. Okay. Oh, man. Ooh. And so Jared at a party doing drugs. Immediately Jared has the habanero. And oh, Nick, has, so uh, Nick has Carolina Reaper. Oh, it's so hot. I don't want it. No, no, you got to eat no, it. You got to eat it. No, it's so bad. He's bailing. Um, oh, my God. Okay, so the <laughs> habanero is is very habanero-esque. Uh, the flavor is spot on, so they nailed that. And it's growing. It's yeah, growing it's with each word. Um, this one's actually not terrible. Um, try the habanero, Connor. It's actually... Uh, like, I it's can hardly hot. speak. It's hot. Let me try this oh Reaper. My God. Give me the Reaper. Yeah, this is the one that got me. You're going to do a second one? Yeah. We're going. We're going. We're getting crazy. Oh. The, 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 the habanero's not bad. <laughs> I actually like the habanero. Oh, I'm sweating a little bit, but... Oh, give me some milk, Stad. I am bald, so that doesn't help. Oh, my God. Okay. Carolina Reaper. Oh, yeah. God. Round two. Oh, it's so hot. What? 
Okay, the habanero builds a it little hurts bit. hurts so my tummy. It's good. You guys are sick. <laughs> you guys are sick. It's still okay. pretty bad. The Reaper is like a slap, man. Oh. It doesn't grow. It's like you're good, you're good, you're not good. I was and immediately then, not good. And then it's just like I'm cold. My head is now cold. And <laughs> wow. Uh, it, I'm about to start you? pouring sweat. You know, it's not so like... Like, you know, sometimes like your lips burn. Stuff. It's not like hot wings where like it's everywhere. It's literally no, it's like, everywhere. just the back of my throat is like dead. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So bad. Do not recommend. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Walgie, that was bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think you guys are, are wimps. I kind of want to keep eating this stuff. So what is it called, Carter? Oh, Bean Boozled Jelly Bellies. Extremely oh, hot. Oh, it hurts. Bean Boozled, you got a fan. Oh, my God. Come be a sponsor. Oh, Fiery Five. Oh, Fiery Five. It hurts. Whoo! Yeah, it's it's still growing. It's getting worse and worse. So I'm gonna sign out on that note before I completely lose it. Make sure you guys tune in every week. Somebody we get come me out milk every Tuesday. Again, Red Rock Sports for Nick oh. and Connor. I'm Jared, and stay cool out there. Woo! Oh my God. <laughs> Next time. <laughs>